it's another snowy day up here in the White Mountains of New Hampshire, so I thought I would record another pandemic devotion. The response to my my first video was encouraging. A number of people responded and told me how much they enjoyed it, and an old friend of mine, Dwight Moody, uh, who has a radio show in Georgia, called me right after I posted it and praising it and encouraged me to continue making them. And he said he was speaking not only for himself, but all of the people of Georgia. So Dwight, I expect you to get, get on the radio. I expect to see 10 million views on my YouTube this week. In response to the coronavirus pandemic, I searched the scriptures to see what it has to say about it. In fact, the, the Bible, the Old Testament, and the New Testament has a lot to say about plagues and pestilence. Epidemics seem to be one of the chief tools that God uses in the Old Testament. The most obvious example, of course, is during the, the Exodus when God sent ten different plagues upon uh, Pharaoh's Egypt in order to get Pharaoh to to let his people go. Uh, we also see plagues during the wilderness wandering when the people of Israel uh, were uh, in the wilderness for 40 years. The biblical prophets talked a lot about plagues as one of the tools in the Almighty's toolbox. And in the New Testament, we have all those plagues in the book of Revelation. If we take the Bible at face value, it seems like pandemics and epidemics are expressions of God's judgment on sin. That's why it's not surprising to find evangelical preachers saying that sort of thing. Reverend Robert Jeffress, Fox News contributor and Trump spiritual advisor and pastor of the First Baptist Church of Dallas, recently preached a sermon entitled, Is the Coronavirus a Judgment from God? He seemed to want to say that it was. He insisted throughout the sermon, and I quote him here, all natural disasters can ultimately be traced to sin. You have to remember that this is the guy who previously had said that even the man-made disaster of 9-11 was God's judgment on America for the sin of abortion. But he couldn't bring himself to say that this coronavirus pandemic was the judgment of God upon America, because that would be a judgment upon Trump's America. And as a loyal supporter of the president, he could not say that. He believes that Trump has made America great again and needs four more years to keep America great. So he believes that Trump has been chosen by God to lead this country at this time. So in this sermon he hemmed and hawed and finally he said that at least he was certain that this pandemic was not the wrath of God as described in the book of Revelation because he said the Antichrist hadn't appeared yet. Now, I find the whole thing rather humorous because I'm pretty sure that if a Democrat was in the White House now, he would be seeing antichrists and judgments and signs of the times everywhere and counting down the days to Christ's return. Just for the record, I do not think that a pandemic would be the judgment of God under any administration or any president, Republican or Democrat. That's a misunderstanding of the cause of disease. Now, it's certainly true 
that in the Bible disease, plague, and pestilence are seen as God's wrath and judgment upon sin. But we have to remember that the Bible was written by ancient people with no knowledge of the causes of disease. Remember that the germ theory of disease was not widely accepted until the 19th century. In ancient times, disease was thought to be caused by gods or evil spirits or witches or curses. The Bible was written out of that type of worldview and sees diseases as caused by God or by Satan, as in the book of Job, or by evil spirits and demons, as in the Gospels. Now we know better. So we have to reinterpret the Bible in the light of modern medicine. Disease is a natural phenomenon caused by microorganisms like viruses and bacteria, but many Christians' theology has not caught up to modern medicine. Let me make this as clear as I can. The coronavirus pandemic has nothing to do with sin or divine judgment, except maybe the sin of not washing your hands or practicing social distancing, which can make it worse. But it's not the wrath of God being inflicted upon the world or upon any particular region of the world or upon America. Preachers who connect this coronavirus pandemic to God's wrath and judgment are operating out of an obsolete pre-scientific pre worldview. So, what is God's role in this? Where is God in this pandemic? This is where God is. God is in the people helping to prevent it. That's the message of the Gospels. When we look at the four Gospels, particularly the first three, we see that one of Jesus' main ministries was healing. That's how the Apostle Peter put it, according to the book of Acts in chapter 10. Peter here is talking to the household of Cornelius. And it says, So Peter opened his mouth and said, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, and he went about doing good in healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Even though early Christians believed the disease was caused by the devil, which was the pre-scientific understanding back then, they saw God as the one who healed the diseases. And he was doing it through Jesus Christ and through the followers of Jesus Christ. So if you want to discern God's role in this pandemic, look at all the people who are doing good and healing. As the modern prophet and Presbyterian minister Fred Rogers said, look for the helpers. He said, when I was a boy and I would see scary things in the news, my mother would say to me, look for the helpers. You will always find people who are helping. That is where God is. God is in the helpers, not the haters, not in judgmental preachers looking for someone to blame. God is in the healthcare workers on the front lines of this pandemic. God is in the people stocking the grocery store shelves. God is in the medical researchers working around the clock to find treatment and a vaccine. God is in those volunteering to be the first test subjects 
for the vaccine. God is in the factory workers working around the clock to manufacture ventilators. God is in the nursing home staff who are caring for the most vulnerable. God is in the food preparers making meals for the elderly. God is in the journalists informing us. Look for the helpers. That is where God is. So the question for us today is how can we be helpers? How can we be the hands and feet of Christ? One major way is by protecting others, by not catching or transmitting this disease, you know, keeping our social distance and all that. But there are certainly other ways that we can help while keeping ourselves and others safe. These online devotions is one way I'm trying to help. I suggest that today and in the days ahead you pray about how you can help. I will leave you with a quote from Teresa of Avila, a 16th century Spanish nun and mystic. She says, Christ has no body now but yours. No hands, no feet on earth but yours. Yours are the eyes through which he looks compassion on this world. Yours are the feet with which he walks to do good. Yours are the hands through which he blesses all the world. Yours are the hands. Yours are the feet. Yours are the eyes. You are his body. Christ has no body now on earth but yours. That's it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for this week. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can find my blog, Spiritual Reflections, as well as a link to my books at marshalldavis.us. You can email me if you want. You can find my email address on my blog site. I hope you join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ. Thank you.